Welcome to The Practice, a podcast with Lisa Fott promoting well-beings in all things. Not well-beings, well-being, well-being in all things. This podcast is about promoting our well-being in every aspect of our life. This podcast is about learning that when we promote and protect our well-being, not only do we serve ourselves, it allows us to serve others. Being in service to others really is a foundation of my life. And I'm sure most of the people who listen to this podcast have a heart for service somewhere along the way. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in the rush of the day-to-day and the serving and the others that we forget about ourselves. That's actually how the podcast started. The podcast started during the pandemic to help us learn to promote our well-being. At the time, one of the things that I focused on that I still agree with is not to watch the news all the time. Get some news, but don't get drowned in news. I have noticed, and maybe you have noticed, that the same thing that can happen when there's a tragedy and we watch hours and hours of news and we are having these uh, physical responses to the news and our fear factors being fed by the news and our stress factors being fed by the news and we talk about it with our friends and we rush home and turn it on as soon as we get there or in the radio in the car, we read it on Google, we become consumed with the news and that's all we can see. It's like that with anything in our life. That never promotes our well-being. We need to have our eyes wide open to the full field of vision in front of us. And in case you haven't thought this way before, I want to challenge you to realize that the full field of vision in front of you, your life, is not just what you see. Even more importantly, it's what you feel, what's in your heart. It's your intuition, what's in your gut. So I have been absent and therefore the podcast has been absent for a long time i didn't realize how long i didn't realize there's been only one episode of the podcast this year season three even though i've thought many times of the podcast even though in my head i've written or spoken many podcasts i have not prioritized getting them out getting them out and sharing them. And part of the reason for that is um, I've been so wrapped up in the stress of my life, particularly the stress of my job. Um, I've probably mentioned in the podcast before that I'm a nurse, the giving profession, the caring art, right? A life of service. I love being a nurse. I love helping patients. I love my coworkers. I'm a geek about science, um, and so I really love being a nurse. There's things about being a nurse that I hate. I hate the paperwork and the red tape and the bureaucracy and the conditions of coverage by CMS that require certain things to be done, whether or not they actually make sense or are useful anymore. And you need all those things to get paid. I don't know if I told you in a previous podcast because I used to volunteer at church a lot. The saddest day for me 
as a grown-up was when I realized the church is a business. The hospital is a business. Your doctor, your dentist, your chiropractor, your library, whatever. Every single thing is a business. There is no point to every single organization or thing on some level if they're not a business. Yes, the point is to serve, care for people, but to be sustainable, to grow, to provide better services for people, we have to be profitable. We are a business. And when it comes to healthcare, much of that business is regulated by the conditions of coverage for the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid. That sort of is a lead into my job, which had a lot of stress. We had a lot of management turnover and staffing turnover, and I was allowing myself to be consumed by the stress. I couldn't see, feel, hear, do anything different. I'm going to tell you what I did about that in a minute, but first I'm going to give this disclaimer. Number one, if you ever feel that you need to talk to someone professional, that you need some psychotherapy, please, please reach out online, Google resources, ask your doctor, ask your neighbors, ask your friends, ask your family, ask me, and get that professional help. There's nothing wrong with seeking or needing professional help. Professional help can give you clarity it can help you realize what's real and what's not real. The other thing that can help you realize what's real and what's not real is living in the now. I think I've said before, um, I love the book, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I highly recommend it. And the thing is, how that ties into my job stress is, I had began to manage my stress by just trying to live in the now. But what happened was eventually the now just was this, like I couldn't separate like, okay, I'm, I'm safe, I'm peaceful, everything is good and I can breathe in this moment, the now, with when I open my eyes, I still have all this drug stress, right? And it just became so much of a conflict for me. So this is what I did. I do not recommend that you do this, not in this way, but last Saturday I quit my job. I just flat up quit my job. There's a lot of reasons that went into that decision and although it was a long time coming, and ultimately in the end I quit my job to protect my professional license based on some things that were going on at work with my employer. But I have to tell you, even though I didn't plan for it and I don't have six months salary in the bank and I didn't have another job lined up, I slept so good that night. I've spent most of this year being stressed, having migraines, having intense stomach pain and basically just running back and forth to work and like in survival mode. And when I let that go, when I decided it was more important to protect my well-being than worry about what's going to happen in this situation with this, this, and this, if I quit my job, 
I had such a sense of relief come over me. Now, my point about that is when we prioritize our well-being, our mental and physical health, it may seem like others are going to suffer or we're letting other people down somewhere. I just want to reassure you, you are never, first of all, you cannot let someone else down. Okay. If I choose to be let down by your actions, I'm choosing to be let down by your actions, right? If I choose to have my feelings hurt about something, I'm choosing to have my feelings hurt. Now I may not like something that someone said or did or a way that they behaved to me, but I still recognize that in this moment, I have the power to be upset about it or not. Like I have that choice. Don't ever let anyone take your choice away from you by saying you made me angry. You made me upset. You made me quit my job. No, I own that. Like I own that. I own the fact that I could recognize these people were not respectful of my professional license. I own that I could recognize that I was having a difficulty handling the stress and that I felt it was at too much because that's what I, the value I put on it. <clears throat> so the thing is, number one, when you are promoting, I like promoting so much better than protecting, but when you are promoting your own well-being, your own mental, physical, spiritual health and well-being, you are making a choice. You're making a choice to prioritize yourself. That's what I did. I made a choice last Saturday to prioritize myself, my sanity, my stress, my um, professional license, and I made a choice to quit my job. I chose to focus on what that did for me versus what I had been thinking is it going to do to other people. The truth is, whether you're fired or you quit your job or you move away or you have a baby and you stay home with the baby or you leave a relationship, um, anything that you do, the point is things are still going to continue. They're going to be different, but they're still going to continue. Nobody is indispensable. Nobody is irreplaceable. Everyone is replaceable. <clears throat> that sounds cold, but realizing as I did in the months after I should have left my job and I didn't, that everyone is replaceable and everyone is doing what's best for themselves. Whether they realize it or not, whether they realize their actions are motivated by trying to feel better and survive or thrive and do what's best for themselves, ultimately when we take an action, most of the time, even if we didn't handle it well or it's done in survival mode, it is what we believe to be best for ourselves at the time. Well, all around me, people were doing what was best for themselves. And I was holding on to the ship. And that was not promoting any amount of peace within me. And so I gave my notice by email. I kept the emotion out of it. And I stuck to the facts. I wasn't angry. I was just, I wasn't even blunt. I had actually, I felt nothing. I felt neutral. I felt relieved that I was doing it. I put it out there, ABC, and that was it. 
I sent it, I took my belongings, and I left. Okay, so the first two steps that I want to encourage you in this podcast is, well, I already forgot. I really try to do the podcast without notes because I feel more genuine and, you know, it's from my heart. But also, my desire is to help you promote well-being in your life and whether you know it and I'm reminding you or you're the first time you're like clued into like, oh my God, I need to take care of myself mentally, physically, and spiritually. I'm a teacher at heart. So a teacher usually has points. So I'm going to come back to that because it's going to come back to me. It always does. But one of my points is to realize in taking care of yourself and putting yourself first, you are not harming or bringing Uh, misfortune to anyone else and don't ever let anybody put that on you that's not cool that makes you a scapegoat and you don't want to put it on anybody else which was my first point my first point was we get to choose how we handle things we get to choose what we hear see think and believe about things situations around us and the people around us when we give our power away by making it the other person's fault, right? We're not choosing. So A, the first lesson, we always get to choose. We are in control and we get to choose. The second lesson is, so we don't make anyone our scapegoat by saying it's their fault. We own it and we choose it. The next lesson is, we don't allow anyone else to make us their scapegoat by recognizing that they are allowing and choosing what they want in their lives. So when I quit my job, I had to recognize I'm doing this not because of them, but because of me, what's important to me. When I chose to do that, I had to not think about what it's going to cause for everybody else. Not because I don't care, but because then I would allow everyone else to be my scapegoat for inaction, right? We're responsible for ourselves. That's why we talk about promoting our well-being, to recognize we're responsible for ourselves. The world is not responsible for us. We are also not responsible to the world. It's great to be a caring, contributing, giving member of society and to help the world. Absolutely. I'm a hundred percent for that. I'm not responsible for the world though. I'm not responsible for you. You, you were you and none of you are responsible for me. Okay. We are all responsible for ourselves and it's freeing. It's a freeing thing to realize we're responsible for ourselves. And in that responsibility for self, we are picking up our baton and leading the way and showing others how to be responsible for themselves. Since I left my job, at least one other person is leaving. Now, I'm not saying that because I'm happy of it or I'm proud of it or whatever. I'm saying it because I think my taking a bold action helped them realize they could take a bold action. 
if that's what they desired in their life. And for me, part of being in service to others, being a nurse, being a coach, being a podcaster, I guess, is empowering and giving to others the tools to help them do for themselves. So all this time that I've been away from the podcast, I haven't been using my own tools or tools I know about to do for myself because I put a block wall in front of my face and I couldn't see through it. And I didn't have the energy to look around it or over it. So I really want to encourage you if something is going on in your life and you feel it's not in your best interest and it's not serving you, I want to encourage you to expand what you think is possible for you. I'm not saying like abandon the situation. Only you know what the situation is. But I am saying put yourself in the driver's seat. Choose how you'll show up for the situation. Choose how you'll respond. Choose how you will allow others to treat you. How we treat ourselves teaches others how we are willing to be treated. I was showing my people, my new employer, my new managers, that I allowed myself to be treated by shit as shit because I was treating myself as shit. I wasn't standing up for myself. When I did, it came off poorly, so I wasn't presenting myself well. Um, <clears throat> I wasn't got, I had gotten to a place where I, I allowed the new manager to make me feel, or I chose to feel that I was being questioned on that, like my nursing skill and my ability and everything, because there's something that she didn't like about the way I was handling things. Now, I, it's not that I wasn't handling things well, she didn't like my attitude about it, but I needed to stand up and own, which I did previously, I needed to stand up and own that I'm having a bad attitude because I don't like what's going on. It's continuing to go on. I've talked about it. Now my choice is to get a better attitude, which I was doing, or leave. And I was getting a better attitude. And I was owning, right, my responses and owning my attitude. Um, but I still felt so stressed. So I chose to look above the block wall or around the block wall and see what was possible for me and realize I had a block wall in front of me. So if you have a situation in your life that you feel is causing you a lot of stress that is somehow creating a block wall in front of you, I want you to feel empowered to A, you get to climb up and look over the block wall or look around it. I don't even care if you get a sledgehammer and you make a hole in the middle of the wall so that you can see clearly what's good for you. So number one, own your shit, right? Own that you don't like something, own that you don't like the way it's going. Brainstorm with yourself what the changes would be. Try to make those changes. But in every instance, you are not making someone else the scapegoat, the reason that you feel the way you do. You feel the way you do because you own that feeling. And also you're not allowing them to make you the scapegoat for how the situation is either. Okay, that was something that was happening to me 
was that basically what they were trying to say is, oh, we know you've had six managers in the last two years, but really you're the constant, so everything is your fault. I'm not the manager at that level. I'm not going to allow you to put that on me, right? Respectfully, I'm not going to allow that. So I was not allowing them to make me the scapegoat for the problems, but at the same time, I was standing up and recognizing like, you know what, I could have done this and this different. I own that. And I own how I feel about it. I own how I showed up. I wasn't always proud of how I showed up, but I own that I did it and the reasons that I did it. And even though some of the reasons were external, I still chose to show up a certain way or not show up a certain way. Now, you and I both know when you have a lot of stress and pressure on you, you are it clouds your vision, right? It makes it harder to show up as your best self. So that's all I want you to show up for your best self. Showing up as your best self does promote your well-being and showing up as your best self promotes the well-being of others. So really quick, we have own your shit. Don't make anyone your scapegoat. Next, we have Uh, recognize that other people need to own their shit. And don't let anyone make you their scapegoat. There is no power in scapegoating. Whether you're on the giving or the receiving end, there's no power in that. The power is in being present in the present moment, recognizing what you need, even recognizing where you failed, not beating yourself up, and moving forward. And as I said earlier in the podcast, sometimes you need professional help to do that. Always, I will say, if you feel, if you even wonder if you need some professional help, get a consultation. Talk to somebody. It could be, you know, a clergy, a trusted friend, a favorite aunt doesn't have to be professional help. There are times and levels where we need professional help. No shame, all good. And I think the world has changed and people are more open to that and we don't shame for that anymore. But in your life, if anyone is ever trying to shame you for anything, that person is not a proponent of your well-being. They have their own issues and they're making you a scapegoat. That could be that they're trying to deflect their own insecurities off of themselves onto you by putting focus on you like a bully, right? Um, The more we stay grounded and centered into A, the present moment, into B, does this thought, action, behavior, situation, what I'm about to say, all of this, does this promote my well-being? Next, does it promote the well-being of others? But never sacrificing our own well-being for that of others. That's not to say we don't make sacrifices when we're in relationship with people or when something's important to us. And we are all, all in relationship with people all the time, right? And we're constantly making choices to, to go different directions and pivot. All good. Right? We should be doing that. 
but we need to do it with a pure heart, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And recognizing that if I don't do what's right for me, I've given, you know, thoughtful consideration to what's right for me, what promotes my health and well-being, and then I don't do that thing, or I don't clean up my mindset around that thing, then I'm not actually going to be providing the benefit to others that I think I'm going to be providing. And in that case, when I said, if you have something in your life that is presenting a block wall to you, I want you to consider that. Is that, is my perception of all the good that will come from me making this self-sacrifice real? To you, it's real, but to the other people, it may not be real. Most often, when we self-sacrifice like that on something because we think it's going to be the good of others, we wind up being resentful. And you might not be surprised to hear that resentful has no place in promoting our well-being. So, really quick, I'm going to cap off a couple things that are really important points that I wanted to bring home important points that have brought home to me in the last couple months um, and really helped me be at peace with my decision to leave my work. Okay. Number one, I need to own my shit. Number two, I need to recognize that others need to own their shit. Number three, I'm not irreplaceable and I'm not indispensable. They will carry on without me. And number four, People are watching. You and I, every person is an example to someone else. Even if we don't know it, we're an example to someone else of what is possible. Of what is possible. You see all these memes on Facebook and the internet and Instagram of like, you never know on your crappiest day. If that's, if someone else like looks up to you and that's the silver lining of what's possible for them because their crappiest day is crappier than yours, right? We don't know that. We never know because we can never walk a mile in another man or woman's shoes. But we can show them that I'm going to get up today and polish my worn out shoes and hold my head up and walk another day. And that could be the thing that helps them do the same thing. And that is truly being of service. That is a forward model versus a self-sacrificing model. And we don't do things because people are watching, right? Integrity is doing the right thing when no one's watching. We do things because we're having integrity with ourselves. The byproduct of that is that maybe we'll inspire someone else. Maybe we'll do some good and be of some service that day in a way we do not know at all and we'll never find out. So that was kind of a long podcast. Had a lot of thoughts I wanted to tie together. I want to sum it up by saying promoting your own well-being in all things, in all situations can only serve you. If you are coming truly from a place of well-being, 
of love, of peace. You could never do something with a pure heart that is self-protective. No, I don't want to say self-protective. Self-enhancing, life-giving to you and hurt another person. We can't act out of self-protection and hurt other people. That's a totally different thing. But when we are looking to thrive and take care of our inner being and our ourselves and we're doing it from a place of love, not resentment, not animosity, we can never be doing a disservice to someone else. Because first of all, if we're, say we're making a change in our life, right? And we're doing it from a place of love. And even if it's service to self for, you know, health and well-being, we're going to present it differently than if it was from resentment and animosity. Anything that we would present from resentment and animosity, yes, that can cause harm to others. Still, they choose, they have the choice of how to interpret it and how to respond. But if we're coming from a place of animosity and resentment, we are giving them the option of choosing to respond in a negative way because we are putting off a negative energy. When we come from a place of self-love, of promoting well-being, of being true to our highest selves, we are coming from a place of love. When we come from a place of love, negativity cannot flow from us. So like I said, that was a lot. It's a long podcast. We're going on 30 minutes, so I want to wrap it up. I so appreciate you listening to the podcast. I so appreciate your loyalty of the infrequency of podcasts recently and yet still listening. My aim and goal is to serve you better by being more consistent, by being true to my heart that when my intuition hits me to create a podcast, to trust the universe that somebody needs to hear it. A lot of my podcasts come from things that I've needed to hear or lessons that I've learned. Um, but we could all have experiences of the same experiences over and over and have 10 years of one year experiences or we can have 10 years of experience in part by sharing our experience with others so that we grow from each other. That's kind of the premise here. But have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste.